Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl Nay. Alrighty. Yay, we're back. <laughs> so how's everything been going for you? Um, pretty good. Um very sick right now. Um allergies are just destroying me right now. Like, <laughs> um I'm pushing through, that's all I can say. I have an upcoming <laughs> four day weekend because I took some days off from work so just gotta make it till Thursday mm. what about yourself <coughs> bless you oh, <laughs> <laughs> dealing with allergies um I am I'm good um always sunshine makes me happy so just which just wish I was like at a beach with sunshine, but I'll take the sunshine. Um, but other than that, yeah. Cool beans. I'm good. So you wanna hop into right into our hot topics? Yeah. Um let's see. I guess I'll just go ahead and start it off. This is not a light subject for me. Um, but my boo. My husband got married this weekend, this past weekend. <clears throat> so I just want to tell him and his beautiful bride, congratulations. Um, I mean, he looked fine, of course. And she's beautiful. Like, I really can't hate because she is, like, banging. But it's, like, for real, for real, though, I guess. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know who Fallon's boo is, that would be <laughs> Mr. Idris Elba. <laughs> um, I was um, what? <sighs> she did look gorgeous, though. Like, I saw her um, wedding dress, and I said to myself, now that, if you're going to do simple, that's how you do simple. Like, she looked gorgeous. It was tailored perfectly. It fit her beautifully. Take notes, ladies. I'm just saying. And like her body is like banging, like banging. <laughs> um, yeah, she was really pretty, and it was so like from videos that I saw of like that wedding reception, it looked pretty live. Um, so yeah, I'm like, I mean, okay, I know K Michelle somewhere punching her, but. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. Okay, Michelle been having some a time, baby. She is so excited about this little Nas X record because now she can fully officially sing country. She feels welcome now to do it. Um, so go for it, sis. Please do. Cause if I hear you playing one more time about a goddamn country album, <laughs> shit. Did you see like how she hopped on stage? I guess it's some like country venue and was like I'm gonna sing my songs and it's like why you just don't book yourself somewhere or like cause you still gotta have the audience and the fan base to do it like I don't know I mean I guess yeah go for it sis that's all I can say I salute anybody who wants to do whatever they wanna do if that's her dream live your dream sis live it but I'm like I don't see how Lil Nas gave you like the gumption because 
they literally won't name his record a country record. They gave recognition to um, Billy Ray Cyrus. Be like, that's not even his song. He was on a remix. Well, we, you, you win some, you lose some. But I mean, I, at, at the same time, I feel like also, I mean, considering that the record technically isn't a country record, and that the that is kind of like a parody record anyway. I mean, because you just seen that his next move, he said maybe I I should drop a rock song. That so clearly he's not interested in you know what I mean in any in in being a quote unquote country artist. You know, yeah. It was just something that hit took off and he got a number one record out of it. Salute yeah. to the young and though you know have fun live your life and get the coins. Right. Get to the bag. Like that's why I'm like, I don't know. That's what tripped me out about him. Like, I mean, he wasn't recognized for being country. I'm trying to figure out why it took you doing it. Like, I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to be on, child. What Um, let's see. We're going to keep it light. It'll do. <laughs> Even though that was heartbreaking, um, I'll, well, I don't know if. You know, you like a big Beyonce fan. I am. <laughs> so um, we got to see Homecoming Drop, which has been out for like a couple of weeks now. Um, and then, of course, like all the things that came after that. Lemonade is now available on Apple Music. Yes. Um, and we get the, I think it's going to be the summer anthem for like dances. Um, the remake from um, Frankie Beverly, um, Before I Let Go. Um, I don't understand how people still hate on Beyonce, though. Like, after you watched Homecoming, you still hate Noah? Like, bro, she ate air for months. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up um because we didn't we mentioned it i think before like a show ago or two shows ago that it was coming out and we didn't actually get to talk about it um now that we watched it and every the whole world basically watched it um i'm with you i i, I don't know how after watching that even if you're not like a huge fan of her music yeah. i don't know how watching that you could be like Oh, Beyonce overrated or oh, I hate Beyonce. Like how you literally got to be miserable as fuck because that <laughs> woman, like you said, she ate nothing. She just, I mean, her worth work ethic alone is fucking beyond. Like it's bananas. You know what I mean? Like how do you not say she's one of the greatest entertainers that we've ever seen? Because Thank like, how, I mean who putting in that work like if y'all can name me some artists at least this decade anyway who are putting in that type of work like i i'll i mean who nobody and keep in mind she did this two weekends in a row like not one two big facts and speaking of that though can we talk about the cinematography in the homecoming joint though (laughs) fucking incredible like the way that that shit just flowed 
like um my friend she didn't you know she wasn't into the whole Coachella thing so she didn't know it was two weekends and she was like um she was like yo I I rewinded back and I was like how the fuck did she change outfits so quick and I was like uh, since she she it was from two different weekends, they like montaged it together. She was like, "No shit." She's like, "It looked like it was like at the same time." She just switched out. It just flow like that's what I understand. Like, bro, even if she's not like, of course she's not doing it. What she puts out is such quality work. Like, I just wanted to be like the bomb. She don't put out like, oh, it was good. Like the shit was bomb. I'm like, even the show when you go back and you look at like Homecoming and you figure out like, man, look at how that show flowed though. Like how the songs went into each other, the energy stayed live the whole time. Like I'm still trying to figure out how her makeup be sitting and she packed and it don't no makeup come off. Like. who, who do that? Who put your lace front on and it don't move? Why you sweat? Like the theme, the theme was perfect throughout. Um, I also, I also love like the personal touches within the within the the doc. Um, especially, I mean, just the like I said, the, her mind, the way she put it together and produced that was beautiful. Like all the quotes from um, HBCU grads uh, i mean yeah. the maya angelou quote at the end yeah perfection and then to drop in like you said and then to jump into old school cl- classic remake of before i let go salute to the young and take keith okay memphis on the fucking map god damn it and it's I'm like because i saw like some dude post was like um Beyonce didn't put HBUs on. We've been on, and I'm like, but nobody said that though. Like, bro, where you get this from? <laughs> like, she literally just highlighted like HBCUs, and I'm like, just being honest, for the crowd at Coachella, she did put HBCUs on. So, you like, no one said that though. Absolutely no one said that. Like, oh, HBCUs were on. They not popping. No one said that, and here you go, like beyond. And I'm like, what? What is it? I think like, they always gotta find something to hate. Like she literally is the best of the best. I don't care how much people like Shane, Michael Jackson, blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't believe in comparisons when it comes to greatness because I think they're great in their own right. But I'm like, if you are going to compare, what, what what's different? Because she danced literally most of the freaking show. I'm like, she has a voice. I'm like, no matter what people think about, oh, she don't have, I'm like, bro, love on top? Did you see how many times her scale, like, changed, bro? Like, come on. Like, I know I'm a fan fan, but you just gotta give props, like, where they're due. Like, bro, she she's good. She's perfect at what she does. Like, that's the Virgo on her woo Virgos. Um, I'm like, and then it seemed like they had fun with it. Like she wasn't, you know how you would think like, man, all this work that you can see that they put into this. My, I know she was probably like bitching through the process and she hungry. Like I'd be bitching. But 
it just seemed like they was just like, man, you know, this is what we need to do because it wasn't right. And then they just get to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that to me, like, she a good boss. Yeah. Like, she not expecting nothing from them that she ain't doing herself because when she was eating that apple, and I like, see, that's real. She was like, and I'm hungry. I'm like, see, she admitted that she hungry. Because <laughs> most people would be out here be like, no, and I don't get hungry when I eat like this. She admitted, like, I'm hungry. Oh, fat. <laughs> uh, FYI, don't none of y'all dumb fools try that shit at home, okay? She probably had every type of doctor, <laughs> chef, all type of people on standby helping her, monitoring her throughout that diet. Don't y'all dumb asses try that shit. She probably had the same people like making sure she was straight, so don't do it. And she probably was still eating enough to get her by mm-hmm. without starving yourself. Y'all is gonna be at home and eat 200 calories. Don't die at work. Fact. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Since we're in happy, since we're in happy topics, um can we say salute to Russell Wilson? Not only did he get to the bag becoming the highest paid NFL player, but he also um, gifted his whole O line. What was it? Twelve. I'm sorry, twelve thousand dollars each in Amazon stock. Yep, a move. That's just when you know you got money. When you out here, your gift is twelve thousand dollars in stock. Shit, that's life like that. I'm just trying to be. And then I'm trying to figure out. Like I wanted. He got me. I'm thinking like, I wonder if he bought it on a day that it went down to like one fifty. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, listen, I'm with you. To like, oh, shit, do you know how much that would have been? Because it's back up now, so I'm like, man, I wonder if he bought it on that day because that's a come up like real quick. <laughs> But yeah, but that's why I was like, man, another like unproblematic ass person, and them folks stay coming for him and his wife, like. Oh. But shout out to them though, cause they just be living a good life, posting their kids, going on vacation, and just being happy. So man, drinking water, looking all yep. bright and fresh. Very. Happy Any other happy news? I'm happy for Sierra. Um, you know what? Mm, no. Oh, Prince's memoir. Um, it's gonna be yeah. released in October. It's called The Beautiful Ones. So be prepared for that, all you Prince fans out there. I know I want to see it. Um, so I'm here yeah. for it. Um. Uh oh, Lightwork CB and Nikki are going on tour during the summer. Um, so if you're a fan of either or or both or whatever, be prepared, get your tickets, I guess. Um, and uh, this is happy news for me. Um, the story about Howard University not wanting, um, basically fighting back against gentrification. And telling all them white folks that you can, we are a private campus and you cannot be bringing your fucking dogs here and letting them run around our shit like it's a dog park. We ain't here for the shit. 
Salute to Howard. I did you see the clip though of the guy that was like, and if you have a problem, then you could just move the universe. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How the map? Like, <laughs> what? Like over a hundred years old, you want them to just move it? What? Like just the the gall to be like, oh, just move Howard University. Nigga, this is not IDCD or whatever Master P University. This is not Penn Foster University or Remington or something. This is Howard that has been here before your ass was here. And you just want them to get up, pick up and move so your dog can piss in the grass. Mm, girl, the what? gall of white folks, the gall of white folks, I swear. And you just had a whole issue about the whole go-go music thing. You would think that you would be mm, quiet. I know. And salute to DC for stand for standing up and saying, fuck it. This this our shit. We, we gonna go-go in front of the T-Mobile all motherfucking night. <laughs> salute to them, okay? Boy, I, I, I love when people resist, okay? We will not be told what the fuck we gonna do. We will not allow y'all asses to come up in here and gentrify all of our shit. Okay? Salute to HU, the Mecca. Salute to all the residents out there in D.C. Play your go-go shit loud. Okay? And then, why you just didn't say where you was at if you know what this area is known for? I'm like, there is no campus that I know, even public universities. Like, I went to a public university I have never seen anybody dog poop on the yard. Nobody. Like, I can remember, like, I don't even remember really dogs being out there like this. So I'm like, maybe a service dog or two, but not just like your personal pets just out there chilling and poop. Like, I don't know. Like, who thought that that was a guy like y'all ass want to go to Harvard and do that? You want to go to Yale? And then you have resources that are around you that you can actually take your dog to a dog park to do whatever you want to do and go home. But you think Howard is the good place to do this day. Like even if like even if it was just another college university, why would you think that's okay? Mm-hmm. And they mean if they know your dog pooping out there, they mean you're trifling and you're not even picking up after your dog. Mm. I listen. All I know is shit. It would have took me one time to be on campus to step in some dog shit. I'm fucking up everybody. When I was in ball alert, they was like, I'm just saying, but not saying, just sprinkle some red pools in there. I'm like, no. Like, I feel so bad for the dog. Like, no, but I mean, I get it. It's like, brother, it's disrespectful. And you wouldn't dare do this at a predominantly white institution. Not at all. Like, you would. It's because it's power and you, like, they need to just, you know, I guess to be happy that they're here when they were like, but they've been here before you were here before your mama was here and you probably migrated or your parents, grandparents migrated here and how it was here before then. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Telling you, the gall of white folk, girl just over it and it's I just don't understand because I'm like when you think about it it really makes me think about like 
Park Slope in Brooklyn where you just come in and be like, oh, I'm going to take this block, you know, like, and then I'm going to put coffee shops here. And you think about, like, New Orleans and Ninth Ward, where now it's like, I mean, I was looking for, like, some good gumbo or something. Why is this coffee shop right here? They sell little cute stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> it's weird. So. Gentrification, man. That's all we can <gasps> say. Gentrification. So, speaking of gentrification, um, Jay Z, the B sides, his concert at Webster Hall in NYC over the weekend. Um, it raised a little bit of controversy because he did a Nipsey Hustle freestyle, um, or a freestyle dedicated to Nipsey, um, in which he meant mentioned that you should gentrify your block or I guess basically saying you should buy back your own block um at least that's what I got from it but apparently people went up in arms because he used the word gentrification or whatnot your thoughts yeah I didn't like that (laughs) um I'm like I think he could have done better with the wording because when you think about gentrification, nothing that you think about is positive, even though, and I don't like, and that's my thing. I don't like going and being like, Oh, well, I think this is what he meant or this is what he was trying to say because it's like, you're a grown ass man, you're a lyricist. You should be able to freestyle exactly what the fuck it is that you need to say. Um, yeah. I mean, I can see why people was like gentrified. like now, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we, when you, like, we do have people that are black, that are anti-black, that are elitist. That's like, oh, I don't want another black person that look like this on my block. So, I mean, I think, I, yeah, I think he could have did better with the wording. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think people just too, like, overthink some shit because clearly, just based on the pre- uh the preface of the record and listening to the freestyle and whatnot, you knew he was he was basically saying buy back back the block. He was saying you buy back the block before the white folks do. Plain and simple. But I think everybody was just like overreading the shit and overreaching it. Like I said, I really feel like everybody just got caught up on one word and like missed the whole message of the whole freestyle. But that should happen though. Like you said, I mean when you um. You know, that's that's the I guess the beauty and the beast of music is that everybody here gonna hear something differently and sometimes they hear a buzzword and yeah. that'll just be what they roll with and so you know. From a lot of conversations that I've seen from people of like, you know, like I guess popular blogs or whatever that I follow on Instagram. And again, this is the reason why I was like it kinda clicked for me as well. Um, when they were like the whole Barclays Center thing where it, it basically pushed people out of their homes out of Brooklyn and then that's when you see the I guess the creation of Park Slope where it's no longer you know I could go back and live at the same block it's like oh now house value has tripled not double triple quadruple so I think a lot of people were looking at that as well as like so what did you really mean yeah. like I said it's all you know here or there 
everybody's gonna hear it, you know, differently. Beauty and the Beast and music. Um. Yeah. So I guess we should, cause that's all the good stuff I got. Essentially, all the rest is kind of sad. Um. What about yourself? I think that's yeah. Do you want to talk? Are we? You want to talk? Nigel Shelby first or John Singleton? We can just we can do John Singleton because I got like a whole Nigel Shelby like. <gasps> I'm ready for it. <laughs> um, legendary, iconic director John Singleton passed away this Monday. Um, we heard what a couple I want to say a couple of days ago or a little bit over a week ago that he had a stroke. Um, there was all kind of different rumors floating around. Essentially what it was is that he had a stroke and his fa- he was on life support and his family was struggling with the idea of whether to take him off or not and they finally made the decision to take him off and he did pass away. Um just really sad. Just another Another loss within our community. Another one of our icons gone. Um, he did so, so much for Black Hollywood, for Black film, Black filmmaking. Um, I mean, we could just go on and on and on for days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, like, sad. And just seeing how many people he impacted and he worked with. Um I mean, we got a lot of good, like, films, like, that were, I guess you can say classics. Um, So, I mean, it was definitely, like, sad to hear. Like, when I first heard it, and, like, I'm like, nope, TMZ didn't say it. You know, I'm beating it, so I'm just going to chill. And then, like, later on that day, I was like, damn. Exactly. Um, So, rest in power to John Singleton. He will definitely be missed. Yeah. Can we talk about Tyrese though? Sure. What about Tyrese? Did you, did you see that post that he posted with that one tear? Oh. <laughs> well, you know, he's a little... I mean, I, I, I can't... As much as I want to be like, laugh at Tyrese, I can't like judge people's grief and pain because I know, you know, they had a super, super close relationship. Um, and so however he chooses to grieve, I'm gonna just let I'm gonna let Tyrese rock on this one. I'm gonna let him okay. rock on it. <laughs> okay. I'm like Tyrese, like the the passage that he wrote, perfect. How did you catch this one tear? Like don't ooh, don't do that. <laughs> yes. And Rico Love just put out there, bro, it's not always about you. I was <laughs> and that was like the first, I, I, yeah, I'm just. Well, I'm, I mean, he did come back and then do the picture of John with the baby and give the story yeah. about how John um, was his daughter's godfather and all that jazz. So, like I said, I'm going to let Tyrese rock on this one because. <laughs> what more do you Because they had that close relationship and, you know. Let him grieve how he wants to. We gon' we gonna let we gonna let Ty 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 rock on this. Um, <laughs> Ty. 
let's get into it. Um, 15-year-old Nigel Shelby um, from Alabama. Can't remember the city right now. Mine is blanking, but I know it was Alabama. Um, he committed suicide after being bullied because he was gay. Um, just a really, really sad story all the way around. And the shit that came after it, um, and, and I hate to say it like this, but the typical shit that came after it, because it was typical, um, it's what I've come to expect from y'all folks out there, because y'all are just shit people, um, but the typical shit that came after it, um, all the different debates and all that, um, it's just been, basically become a shit show, but nonetheless, um, a young man's life was lost. Um, he was, I want to say, just a couple of days ago, if not a day or two ago, um, just laid to rest. A lot of celebrities helped pay for his funeral, including Gabby and Dwayne Wade. So um, salute to them for recognizing it, which which I, which we we know they are very progressive in that nature anyway so salute to them for recognizing how important it was and for um helping that young man be um buried properly and have the proper send-off but let's get to your thoughts on the whole situation that followed afterwards essentially yeah um like of course my heart broke like when i saw it i was like it's just no reason that this should even be happening. Um, not just because it's the year 2019, just because it's like, bro, his sexuality has nothing to do with you, has nothing to do with your children. And it comes to a bigger thing as well that people are raising shitty ass people. Like, I don't care what people you don't have. No, you're like, there are people raising shitty ass people. And it's not fair to other people. It wasn't fair to Nigel that he even had to go through that. Like, it's not fair to his parents. For him to feel like me not being here is the best way out. Like, that's horrible. And it's like people are on the internet debating what's right or what's wrong. You don't even know. And if you real like, seriously, Focus on your own shortcomings, your own quote-unquote sins. You honestly will not have time to look at anybody else. Swear to God. I do it every day. Every, like, focus on, like, Fallon, let me get through the day. Let me be the best person that I can be today. I don't have time to focus on some, what somebody else likes or whatever, like, I don't get that, I don't even, like, just seeing dudes, like, oh, well, he could have been trying to, gay people not checking for you like that, like, at all, they have preferences, just like you have preferences, just because you are a male does not mean they want you, and we just have to do a better job of raising our children, like, I don't understand what is so hard about saying you can't judge people
because of their sexuality and what they decide to wear to school, who they like, you can't do that. Like, I don't get what's so hard about that. Or why you think it's deserving that he should be bullied because he's gay. And then when you see people on the internet like, I don't want my kids to be gay and blah, blah, blah. Like, again, like, I think I just said it before. Out of all the things that my kids can be gay does not pull on the top even 100 on my list to be like, that's a bad thing to be. Y'all kids, you are literally out here raising robbers, murderers, rapists, and you're concerned about homosexuality. That should be the least bit of your concern. You got all you raising a whole psychopath or sociopath. Worry about that. Right. Like it just really irked me. But I mean there's so many there's so many things that we could touch on as far as the whole subject as far as that whole subject goes. Um, I mean but one of the things that I that really kind of um, irked me or, you know, got to me is the fact that, um, like you said, it wasn't it's it's not just like kids bullying. And I feel like a lot of times you have a lot of these adults. Right. Because I've seen I've seen so many of these adults with the we really need to just do, you know, sit down and, and you know tell the kids to stop bullying and blah, blah 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 and just throwing it all on the kids and I'm just like but y'all where you think they got it from they hear your grown ass over here running about talking about gay people is being gay is a sin and gay people deserve to die and blah 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 blah, blah. so what makes you think then when they go to school and they see someone who's gay and they're already in this you know we all we all was in school we know school is what how many hours of fucking day basically your whole goddamn day spent cooped up in a building with you know the same people every single fucking day it's like basically it's like being in taking you know the whole world and putting it into one little small you know space and so these kids they're gonna they're gonna spew the same garbage that they hear you spewing all the time and as kids you know their minds aren't fully developed they're not adult you hell shit let's let's keep it a buck there's adults who can't even handle some of the criticism you know what I mean? it comes along with that's why so many adults still live in the closet because they can't handle the criticism and all of that 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 come along with admitting or owning their own sexuality so it's like with these with these kids it's like we we essentially we're teaching them all of this these this negative bad behavior they're taking it and spewing and repeating it and then you have situations like Nigel Shelby where he's only 15 and he felt like shit I, there's nothing I don't want to live anymore like I don't you know what I mean? He only had 15 years of life. He ain't even really lived life. You know what I mean? But he felt like, shit, this shit was so miserable. I got to get the fuck up out of here. And that's on us. We got to own that. That is on us. Because like you said, we are out here raising shitty human beings because we are shitty people ourselves who continue to spew hatred, 
negativity and then we feed that to the children and then they go and spew that shit into the world too so i mean people really have to own their shit if your ass is ignorant and in and negative and and you are you know teaching your kids these toxic traits and shit you you are part of the problem you can't just be like oh we gotta stop bullying well shit you're a big ass bully yourself listen Listen, that's what I, I don't know. It, and it's like, this is, and I mean, his death plays into like a bigger theme as well, because I'm like, you have, I think in like the last, what, two months, there was another child, I think younger than him, that also committed suicide for bullying as well. And it's like, bro, what, how? How do you feel comfortable sending your children to school like that? But that touches on the point of you as a parent yourself is a bully. So you don't see anything wrong with their behavior. And I'm like, it's not enough for people, you know, being like, I don't really get supporting you. Like, oh, well, it's their decision. So I can't judge them. We literally at this point, because they are so oppressed, we have to make that space for them. Like, it's not like, oh, well, um, I think it's like an easy way out. I can't judge or blah, blah, blah. But what space are you actually making for them to say, okay, I'm here. I'm listening to you. Like, what progressive steps are you taking to be more open-minded about it? Like, I honestly, like, joined the ERG group at my job to be like, okay, I'm so naive on this, especially when it came to like transsexuality. I'm like, I'm so naive and so dumb on this that like, of course, I'm not going to open my mouth to speak on it because I don't know anything. That's a big mistake that a lot of people make is talking. Shut up. You don't even know enough. And then I'm like, and then you're wrong and you're ignorant about it. And it just it trickles down, like you said, to your children. They're listening to you. And it's like, oh, they don't see it as bullying because my mama do it at home. Well, my mama said it, and it's not necessarily bullying. It's exactly. like, yeah, it's bullying. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you get to the school and you're like, oh, well, you know, well, I don't, you don't necessarily see it as wrong because those are your views. You share them when they're wrong. Right. And I'm like, you. And I, you can lay. What? I was gonna say I, and I think it's so important what you said before. Um, that that point that you made about it's not enough just to be like, just to to be to essentially take like you said take the easy way out to be passive about it and say, well, I don't judge. You know, I'm not gonna judge. But uh, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not enough. It's not enough. Like you said, what steps are you taking in your life to be open to open minded? You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, let's keep it all the way 100. When it comes, you know, gender and sexuality are not, um, you know, are, are fluid. They're not uh, just because society essentially has told us. If you're born with this genitalia or that genitalia, that this is the gender you are, blah, blah, blah. Those are things that us as people assigned, not the, not the actual person. A person, a human being we know is a living, breathing thing with the mind of their own who gets to make a decision about who they are, what they like. You know what I mean? 
So it's, it's so important that, like you said, you're taking those steps in your own life to be like, okay, how am I opening myself up enough to be progressive? Because that's, that's essentially where we are in, in society. This is a progressive society and it's, it's time for us all to kind of, to reevaluate. And if we have toxic and, and negative and all that kind of those type of traits and things that we kind hatred that we're spewing out, it's time to reevaluate and, and fix ourselves so that we can then start to pass down the correct things to the children. Because like you said, kids are just big sponges, right? They absorb the shit, whatever shit, you know what I mean? That whole idea of nature versus nurture, right? They absorb whatever shit that we were basically teaching them. So if you're teaching them shit, then they gonna go out and spew that. So I don't know. I, I think just, like ugh. even people that, of course, you get into biblical conversations, which I despise. Um, in some ways, I will go there. I'm not gonna lie. I will go there. And, you know, people are like, well, the Bible says, I'm like, the Bible has a whole list of instructions that we hop, skip, jump, um, make loopholes for, give these little older dodges. You know, God ain't through working with me. He knows my heart. All of those things that you do to kind of, I guess, sway yourself into like denial that you're not this bad person. Like, so why are you willing to pick apart another person for the sake of that? And I'm like, you're basically being everything that that's not Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the farthest away from it. If you study Christian Christianity of what it is, it's like first of all, the same scripture that you're reading about homosexuality, you're also not supposed to make fabric blends, and you out here with polyester and cotton on, sweetheart. Like you also not supposed to eat shellfish. But you get lobster on your plate. You also are not supposed to sleep in your uh in a bed with your spouse while you're on your period. So there's a whole list of things that people jump all over and go right to boom sexuality. Yeah. Like Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed for more than just sexuality. That's why when people bring it up, I'm like, well, you didn't read. You're basically listening to what somebody else told you and they left out a whole nother part that it was rape. It was incest. It was way more going on there that was quote unquote destroyed than just homosexuality. Like they just irks me. It's like, please stop using the Bible to condemn people of their sins when you sit over here got a whole list that you need to, again, if you focus on your sins that you need to go through and fix you won't even have time to be over here in somebody else's bedroom. And you can raise your children properly. Thank you. Thank you. And just FYI, because I, I um I've seen this a lot and I be I'm I, I'm sick of seeing it. Um it was something that was raised up when Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union um took their well, they their whole family took their son to pride um, because, you know, he's gay and he knows that he's gay and all that. And you have all these people saying, wow, Levin, isn't that kind of young to know? I'm sorry. Do it, Do people say to, to, uh, to heterosexual people, 
that oh you're kind of young to 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 know you know that you like boy i mean to know that you like the opposite sex so what's the difference half of y'all was out here having crushes at you know seven eight you know what i mean so what's the what's the difference like i don't get it that's that that's the part that boggles my fucking mind like y'all be making like you said they be making all kind of excuses for themselves but then as soon as you throw in homosexuality oh no that don't that ain't right that's not this what how i don't understand what's the difference if a heterosexual kid can know that they're attracted to the opposite sex at whatever eight you know at five six seven eight then why can't a homosexual like i'm so happy you bought that up because that was one of my points that i was actually gonna make after this about um, like I applaud Gabriel Union and Dwayne Wade to be like, well, you know, Union Wade to be like, we are supporting him. We're behind him 100%. We always want to make sure that he has that love because it starts at home. And it's like, that helps mm-hmm. with the pressure of dealing with society. If you have a strong base at home to say, okay, listen, I'm here for you. If they got to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, it helps, but that's why I understand people like, well, he's young and um, how does he know? Um, and like you said, the same way you knew when you was attracted to boys when you were younger, like most of the people that you talk to and I had a conversation about this with a friend on Facebook was like, it seems like they're getting younger and younger. I'm like, no, we just are in a society now that it's not even really more accepting of it. It's like they just got a like a little millimeter of like space to be like, I can be a little more open about this, just a little bit. Like they still receive backlash, ridicule, but you get just a little more space. And I'm like, that's the only difference. I'm like, people have been gay, like, and been knew that they were gay. I'm mm-hmm. like, they just held on to it for so long because it's like, what backlash am I going to receive? Can I handle the backlash that I'm going to receive from coming out and saying, hey, I'm gay? And I'm like, most gay people that I've talked to knew very early on, like, I had a check for the same sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I try to, you know, go to like the opposite sex because that's the societal norms. But yeah. And you know what? What's so crazy about the whole thing is something that I was sitting back and I was thinking, and I was like, I'm so happy that so many, um, you know, people who are gay are feeling comfortable enough to you know profess that live their truth because i was thinking about it the other day like you said people have been gay i mean we've all had aunts uncle what you know people in the family and, and that's another thing people try to pretend as if you know when they when they want to push that whole agenda oh they're they're pushing the gay agenda on us blah blah blah, blah like as if homosexuality is like a new thing like we haven't always known people who are gay or no you know what i mean right um, but what, what's funny to me is that, um, or well, what's not funny, what's sad to me is that, um, I thought about this man that I know, um, he's an older gentleman and he's like in his fifties or sixty, well, his sixty shit. So he's lived over 60 years of his life. And even to this day, he, 
everyone knows he's gay. Um, he's had a partner, you know what I mean, for years, blah, blah, blah. But he's still, like, in front of work and that stuff. He goes around jokes, ha, 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 with all, you know, with the fellas about how he wants to be with this girl, how he's with this girl last night. And I was like, God, I could only imagine having, having to spend over half of my life denying who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my God. The 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 sadness in that alone as a people, like it as someone who if you're if you're, you know, struggling with, well, I don't know, they tell me it's wrong to accept people who are homeless, just think about it like that. Think about that there are literally people who have spent over half of their lifetime denying who they are. So basically not even being able to live as themselves and be comfortable as themselves shit that we take for granted every single day like i can you know walk around and do whatever i want hold hands with whatever dude i want to do kiss whoever i want to kiss whenever i want you know what i mean and people won't feel a way about it but this person has literally had to their entire life pretend to be someone else just so that they aren't ridiculed by society to make other people comfortable exactly i'm like it's really no excuse for it. i'm like it's just because oh i don't want people to feel uncomfortable and it's so crazy like talking to people and people like well but i'm like bro and it'd be the main people that be talking to be like bro your auntie has never been married has stayed with this same woman for over 40 years and you thought that they were just girlfriends and both of them never get married and they were keeping each other company okay Girl, listen. <laughs> listen, listen. I got a beachfront property in Tennessee that I want to see if you believe that bullshit. Like, nah. I'm telling you. Your auntie was getting it popping. Your uncle was getting it popping. Like, it, it's yeah. foolishness. I just need people to do better. Like, teach your children better. And that's bullying overall, not just homosexuality, which is the big issue, just overall, because there is really no reason why children should be committing suicide for books. Like, no fucking reason. I don't care about, you know, like people like, oh, these children are soft. Like, what the? Like, that boggles my mind. It's like, you want to raise instead of making the world world a better place, you'd rather raise hard children. Like, I don't, for the life of me, I don't understand that. And then you have a concern when they get 16 or 17 and they lack emotional intelligence. It's because they haven't been taught any. It's just mind-boggling. We just gotta do better. Just do better. (laughs) Do better. Absolutely, absolutely. But anywho, um, rest in power to the young Nigel Shelby, um, and to all of the young people out there who definitely, um, who are struggling with um committing suicide. There is a one eight hundred number. It's open twenty four hours a day. Um, the suicide hotline. You can also email them. Um, twenty four hours a day speak to live counselors people who will listen to you so just know that it gets better and if you need someone to talk to talk to somebody 
Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, any more hot tops? Anything else? Um, I had to. I think just okay. hopefully it's quick. Like Jordan oh, Woods' God. comments about <laughs> the whole scandal between the Kardashians and her. Um, she made a comment was like she. This is the first time she understood what it's like to be a black woman in America, and I'm like. What? So, what were you at first? Like, not even saying that all black women, you know, struggle through life or whatever, but I think there are some common things that connect us all, no matter what status we are in life or our age or whatever. They're just common things that, like, you know, we get with each other. So, what were you? Uh, I mean, what? so. I had two thoughts when I heard this, right? My first thought was, at first I was like, you was like, oh, what? I don't understand that. But then I'm like, I put, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I took my hat off and I, I thought about it. She is someone who's grown up in money in a rich, essentially white neighborhood, um, surrounded by the Kardashians, you know what I mean? Folks like the Kardashians and things. I mean, she's lived an elitist life. And if you think about it, a lot of times black folks, when they are born into this elitist life style, they tend to get in their mind, you know, get in their mindset. Or even when not even, I'm not even going to say when they're born into it, when they get a certain amount of money, because we've seen it over and over and over again. They get in their mindset, oh shit, I ain't the fuck. I'm like that. I'm I'm just like them now. I'm accepted. And it always takes something to kind of knock their asses back down. A la Tiger Woods, uh, you know, OJ, whoever, woo, woo, woo. Um, we can go on and on and on with the example. So I think that in, in essence, I I I I try to to give her an olive branch and be like, okay, I get it you grown up with money you don't you, you you've probably experienced racism in your life but because you're you were so far up in stat status you know so much more rich than everybody else it didn't really affect you the way that you you know now that you're away from the kardashians and that whole spotlight and all of that now it's actually hitting you like oh shit damn these motherfuckers really exist that's I, like I said. I try to give her all the branch. I try. I try. It's nice of you. I was like, I wish she just would have shut up because, like, I was rocking with her. I'm like, fuck them card. I mean, it's still fuck them Kardashians. But it, I'm like, what? Mm. Because I'm like, she just don't need to talk no more without Jada. Because. <laughs> And it made me think, like, we were at a restaurant, me and uh, like, some other friends one time, and it was, like, an up-class restaurant. You could tell, like, it was a black lady in there, like, I'm like, I know, she loaded, like, oh. Anywho, and, like, she just kind of on the table, we just, like, started talking, and she's like, yeah, I remind me of so much of me and my friends, and she was like, you know, I guess, it, like, it, it was just that thing, I like, that connected us at that point, like, mm-hmm. 
Like, so you didn't connect? Like, what was you doing? But I, I mean... Look at a friend group. That's all I'm saying. Look at a friend group. I was like, if you were just like friends with the Kardashians and then a couple other, you know, six or seven white people. Mm-hmm. And I did see some pictures one time that they had bought up. I'm like, you used to let them get away with a lot of mm-hmm. bullshit that you picked them on. So um, that was like, yeah, racist as fuck. But um, yeah, I'm like, Jordan, just. Be quiet, honey, because them comments, I was like, oh. yep. that, was, that was that was another one of those words like, baby girl, just, just don't have no, don't hold no more interviews without speaking to Jada to get right. first. Just let Jada manage you or whatever it is you want, because shit. Just don't do it. Just don't do it, boo. I don't know. That was my first one. I'm like, so. And, and you know for a fact, living in like Calabasas, you have experienced some type of racism, whether it was like being followed around in a store or something like that. Girl, but again, it affects you different depending upon what status you're on because she's probably being followed around Barney's where we're being followed around in a grocery store and it's essential that we have those items where she has other options. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we ball different, but <laughs> child, listen. Just be quiet, though. Be quiet. And on to one of my least favorite people that I don't like talking about. But I feel like I want to bring this up because of, again, it shows how people want to be black until it's time to be black. And then it's like, (laughs) no. Um, some people favorite Cardi B. Um, basically, I made a comment about the shade room, um, not posting positive things about her. Then she goes in on her own on the shade room, calling her a bad bill, you know, bitch or whatever. Um, and all the back, uh, the black blogs don't do anything but post anything negative about her, I guess, except Jason Lee. And tripped out because I'm like but TMZ said your husband was in jail first so why you ain't knocking TMZ and I'm like bro it's news like I'll say it's part of one of the hottest like rap groups right now so was Shayroom just supposed to skip over it and that's how they make their money And you built your whole brand off of Shade Room because when you were on Love and Hip Hop New York, they posted you and all the little stupid stuff you used to say, and you were fine then. Very true. So I, I don't like, now it's just like, why the black blogs? Like, why are you not going at TMZ Nick? Why are you not calling them out? Why are you calling it out? Shade Room, and then of course Shade Room came back and was like, you know, these are the positive stories that we've posted. And she was like, he gave a $25,000 donation. I'm like, bitch, that's crumbs. Like, you want people to really sit down and go through this man's finances to see that he made a $25,000 donation. I'm like, 
most celebrities when they make stuff like that or if it's a big deal it's like big ass money it's not twenty five thousand dollars mm-hmm. and that's more he got he paid probably more for his grill and his mouth than that twenty five thousand dollars so it's like I mean I'm pretty sure he helped out somewhere but come on Cardi like bro you literally came up off a shade room. And all of a sudden now you get this fame and they still have to post or whatever she was like, I don't want them posting me and blah, blah. Like, girl, come on. Mm. And can't take the least bit of freaking criticism, negative story. If you can't take a negative story, you don't need to be in the spotlight. Very true. But I think we established that. She ain't built It's like, go. And somebody had saw a post that was like, Cardi B is, well, it was another blogger. Um, she kind of like, I watched a YouTube video. I've never heard of her before. Um, but she has a big following, obviously. But, um, and she was like, Cardi is running out of steam. And I'm like, it's, you know, I guess for her fans, it's unfortunate. For me, it's like, good riddance because She's rolled the black wave enough. And again, that goes into why would you want to stop black people money but these are the people that you're supposed to be rocking with. Mm. 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 Like, it's a blog. They post blog-worthy you know, news. Whether it's good or bad, it's posted. And I'm like, I think Sharon does a pretty good cover to you. It's not like they go in there and be like, oh, yeah, I think Cardi B trash, blah, blah, blah. They literally post the story and write an article on it. It's like pretty unbiased. Yeah. And you still got like an issue with it. It's like what you want them to do, just write your praise 100% of the time. Again, you're not calling for this for anybody else other than black blogs and they're bringing down the black community no there has been sit like I, I, and that's my issue when people talk about like blogs and you see about Wendy Williams it's like y'all understand like entertainment news has been around since forever it's just who you getting it from that makes the difference mm-hmm. like what's the big deal when Wendy do it let her make her money. Very I, true. I, I, so, for me, when I saw that story, couple of thoughts. One was not surprised at all by her. Um, you know, you know my opinion. I like I said, I call her the new, the new. JLo because she's essentially mark my words she is essentially going to do the exact same thing that Jennifer Lopez did and that is she's going to milk the black community for everything that it is worth she's going to use every black person that she can um, to milk our community for every dollar that she can get and then when the time is up when people are like nah fuck that we tired of supporting this chick. She gonna throw the deuces. 
and gonna be like, I'm gonna do a Spanish album and sing all in Spanish, you know what I mean? And you know the Latino community will be all for it. They will support her and she will ride that wave on just like J-Lo does now and get her coin that way. So, anywho, um, but that's beside the point. The point that I had with this, my my take from this story or what I kind of leached onto more was less her and more of the responses from other people that I saw from prominent black people and, and you know, other people like that. I was I was confused because I was like, for one, like you said, they're a blog. This is what they're like. I mean, black folks who run a blog that you know what I'm saying they were lucky enough to break into the entertainment news field that's how they get their coin I'm not finna shit on another black person for getting their money how they get their money white people been doing it for fucking years like you said um white blog white blogs white bloggers um white entertainment news channels um White, uh, what is white paparazzi tab tabloids? Yeah. All of that shit. They've been getting coins for fucking years. So if black people want to step up to the plate and get them some fucking coins in that realm, then goddamn it, do you get your coin? I'm not finna knock another black person hustle. Um, but my my thing is is that I see a lot of them like, oh yeah, yeah, she right, she right, she right. But like you said. If it wasn't for the shade room, I mean, what, what they they from the beginning they was pushing her. Remember when Bodak Yellow first came out? Oh, make this record number one. Let's get Cardi number one. Blah blah blah. Every fucking day it was let's get Cardi. You know what I mean? Supporting her from the rip. It's like it's it's crazy to me. It's like when these black bloggers are essentially working for you when they're kissing your ass. And and they're reporting all the good shit on you, then oh man, they the shit then. But as soon as they do like everybody else and drop some of their biases and start reporting all the shit, you know, good, bad, ugly, and are different, then it's like, oh fuck, then they bad for the black community. They only doing this, blah, blah, blah. How? Like they they doing exactly what white bloggers and what I, white entertainment uh news channels and sites do period so what's like you said what is the difference why is it that we're so willing to accept that shit from white folks but from black people are you bringing down our community y'all can't talk about why not why can't they get their coins through? and it's still after you act like if sharon didn't say nothing or another black blog don't say anything like it's gonna stop circulating no Exactly. Like, that's why I understand. I'm like, it be di- like, that's my whole thing when people like, oh, it's bringing down a black man. I'm like, it's literally news and shit that has already happened. They it ain't like they coming together to be like, let's make Offset violate his probation and go to jail. Like, <laughs> that's what I understand. Like, with this, like, this is already happening and they're just reporting it. It's like when you turn on the news and if you don't want to, you as an individual person, if you don't want to consume it, don't follow them. Don't go look at their page. That's an easy fix. Yep. But I'm like, when it comes down to them, I'm like, bro, it's news. 
And I'm like, even with Carter, I'm like, yeah, when you get, I guess, more famous, of course, more news is going to come out about you. You're going to have more coverage. You're going to be in the limelight more. So you're going to have more stories about you. You just got to be, got to roll with the punches. Some shit you don't address. Like, yep. there's no reason for me that I would even address that offset situation. That's his legal trouble. If he want to address it, he'll address it. If not, then we're going to keep it moving. But it's like everything yeah. comes out, she got to be like, oh, well, this is this. It's not what you're addressing it for. Like, let the shit, and then when you mm. address it, that puts more hype around it instead of you letting it die the fuck down. All I know is she must be getting ready to drop a song or something. No, but but you have you have you also noticed that though? Every time she getting ready to drop something, all of a sudden it's her versus some blog or her versus something. She always entangled in something. I'm starting to think that she can't drop anything without there being some type of hyper hype. You know what I'm saying? Before to give it a push. What you think? And I have noticed she doesn't do like, you know, how a lot of artists like kind of do self-promotion. Like even if they're like big artists, like, oh, I got a single drop and blah, 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 blah. And you get to see a little snippet of the video. She don't really do a lot of that. And I'm like, I don't know if she like depends on like blogs kind of like doing it for her, which I think is kind of lazy um, to kind of do that for her. And it's like, they kind of take the legwork out of her posting or doing it. But yeah, she just. I think she purposely fuels the drama before she drops something to kind of bring up the buzz. Because I mean, yeah. essentially, if we look at everything she's dropped right before it, something has happened, and to to kind of some sort of drama has happened, and then next thing you know, she's dropping a single or she's dropping a video. You know what I mean? Like I, at this point, it's become predictable. Yeah. I just want to see what the next album is we'll going to be like. Cause it's we'll see, because Meg Thee Stallion got her foot on niggas' necks, baby. <laughs> I wonder, do you remember when, like, Offset made it was like, my wife made a way for y'all. I'm like, see, now, <laughs> let's not do this. Because I'm like, even when you come down to, like, gangster, you know, hardcore female rap, your wife did not do it. Not it, Chief. <laughs> like, what the hell? I'm like, I don't know. And then I read some of the comments. So that's why it made me think that he was kind of like alluding to like the rise of Megan Thee Stallion. And I think suddenly like one other person. But anywho, I rock with her. So I'd be like, girl, yeah, be following her on Instagram. And did you see where they was like Drake started following her and like this is totally off the subject, but Drake started following Megan the Stallion. They was like, do not Drake leave her alone. <laughs> I heard so I heard a rumor that he is supposedly going to be on the official remix to Big Off. And I said to myself, Now I love me some champagne poppy. I do. I don't think I, I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's it because I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't. I've never. I. I'm trying to think of Drake songs, right? 
And I don't think I've ever yeah. heard Drake talk slick like that. Like, I, I've never heard, like, Drake just be nasty with it. And I don't know if he has that in him. At least on the record, anyway. Maybe in person or, or something like that, he got it. But I just... I've never heard him actually on a record. Be- mm. I was like, maybe if they slow it down a little bit, put Trey on there. Like, that's who I was really like. Listen, even Breezy, but definitely Trey, because I'm like, Trey just, listen. I, that's what, I just don't know if Drake got the level of nasty that. Right. Because I don't know, you think about Big O, you like Big O. Uh, you like, eh. I'm, that's why I'm, that's why I'm like, I'm, Drake, I don't know, boo. I don't, I don't know. Please don't let this be another uh, Lemon. Because that remix to Lemon was horrible. So please, let's not, let's not do this. Let's not, let's not let it be that. Okay. And somebody pulls like, we do not need Drake on a remix. And I'm like, Mm, I don't know, I'm pretty, they didn't even cross my mind like yeah Drake gonna be in a remix to Big O cause I'm like it just no, won't girl, work that's the rumor that's what they saying I can't uh-uh. saying in the I can't man. I'm like why she ain't get Trey cause you know Trey tried to like slick shoot his shot I'm like Child, yeah, I don't know Tremaine uh uh-uh. uh girl oh. see yeah she could definitely do Trey songs like <laughs> Cause even when you think about his video, um, shit, now I can't even think of where he like picked that girl like Trey. <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't we'll know. I'm gonna have to listen to we'll it. But, That's mm. all we can say. We'll see. <clears throat> all right, so let's hop into relationships. Um, what you got for me? Um, I have, um, let's see. So this was, and this is actually on our Instagram page and you guys, it's already posted. So you can definitely go and answer the question as well. Um, but my question is, do long distance relationships work? Um, I would say... I would say maybe a couple of years ago, no. But I think now in 2019, with so many people like meeting via the internet and just all of those different types of things, I, I would say it's possible. I would say, yeah, I think they can work. Yeah. What about you? Um, of course, my answer would be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I do. It's hard, hard, hard work. Um, because even with so many communication like methods, you still have to find one that works for you that fits your time. And I can only imagine like um just being transparent, like me and my partner, we're only an hour difference. Mm-hmm. And I think now we're on the same time. When time jumps, they time doesn't. So the biggest difference is the hour. He's the hour ahead of me. Um, like when you imagine people that stay in like Asia, where you like, bro, when you go to sleep, I'm getting up and vice versa. It's like you have to make that time and like carve it out and say, okay, we're going to talk at this time. 
somebody's going to be tired, you know, so I can definitely, like, it's work, but it can be done. I just don't know how long I will be able to actually do it, though, because I see, like, some people, like, oh, I've been in a relation- long-distance relationship for, like, four years, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. How sweet? Mm. And now, like... Like freaking flyer miles. Uh-uh. Child, I can't mm-hmm. do it. Nope. No, ma'am. This shit is tedious. It's like... Child, uh-uh. Yep. <laughs> All right, so I have a question for you, an interesting question. I actually, when I got, wrote this question, I thought of you in, uh, specifically for it. And the question is, name one reason you would forgive infidelity. Oh, Jesus, listen. <laughs> um, man, I don't... You know what? I'm money. That's it. Like I'm just gonna be flat out honest. Money. Um, and when I say money, I don't mean like oh a million dollars. I mean like retirement right now. Money. Um, that's it. Like not love, not nothing else. Hard, cold cash. And I need like my money where it's if I decide to walk away later. It's my cash. So, mm. yeah. I'm trying to think, like, the one reason I would forgive infidelity. And I really, like, sat, like, when I, like I said, when I thought of this question, I sat on it for a little bit. Because I was like, hmm. I mean, Beyonce did it. I was trying to figure out, like, what her <laughs> reasoning could be behind it. Blah, blah. You know what I mean? So, I would say... I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna just say generic love or just love in it's gotta be like deep soul grabbing super crazy forever ever and ever like I just you know what I'm saying like I feel a soul bond with you type love in order for me to forgive infidelity because I'm just I am such like one of those people who like I remember hold on to things and I remember everything and just so I gotta like like I said it's gotta be like I feel like we are so connected tied bonded and all that shit before I will forgive for infidelity see I can because I feel like even with that type of love I feel like I'm the only one that's in it like that. Because, like, this is why I don't cheat. Because this is how I feel about you. So, how you feel about me? Because, and I know that's projecting, yeah. but this just me, makes so. sense, though. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the cash. All right, so I got one more question. And then we're going to move into a new segment. Um, my question is. Is it important in a relationship to you if your partner does or doesn't believe in gender roles? Um, kind of. And like, I just had this conversation um, 
with my partner like last week I was like so um like what do you feel about housework he was like um I feel like it shouldn't be expected of me to do housework uh who the fuck you think like you must got plans on sending me into early retirement because I don't like I don't know like I want to say like kind of like I still believe like men should be able to change a tire um I don't know how to change a tire I have never been interested in learning my uncle would never teach me because he was like just call me um you should take out the trash um yeah so I think it's like I don't know I'm okay with gender roles like I enjoy cooking for the person that I love and making sure that the house is okay I know some women may have like you know a deal with that I just don't want to feel like like a slave doing it but I don't know it brings me joy so Hmm. it's important so the reason I asked this question is because I watched this television show called Married at First Sight and I saw that one of the couples that got married it was like they were good he was feeling her and then all of a sudden they got to the topic of gender roles and um and she said that she didn't believe in gender roles, but then when he asked, they asked the question of like, who should pay the bills? And he's like, it should be split 50-50. And she was like, no, the guy should be pay the bills and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, but I thought you said you didn't believe in gender roles. And she's like, well, I don't really see that. In that. Anyway. So needless to say, that is what led to kind of their demise because from that point on, it was just like he wasn't feeling her anymore. And so it made me think about like, hmm, would that really like pay, have an effect on like, you know, a relationship like that? And now hearing you speak about it and seeing that like you had that conversation and now it completely changes my answer. And I think <laughs> at first I was like, <laughs> you have to give both like what was your answer yeah, at first, at first i was i was gonna say that i don't think that it would have an effect like if i believe you know what i think about gender roles and what you think about gender roles or whatever like that because i'm like i mean we're gonna have differences as long as we can compromise on things that we feel are important then whatever but now hearing you and then like i said ha- seeing that episode seeing how that tore them apart and then hearing that you actually had this conversation with your significant other and huh now it has completely changed my mind and I think that it does have an impact like it's important and it's mm-hmm. a conversation that I guess you that's important to a relationship that you have to have yeah, that's why I asked I was like so what do you think about bills and he was like well I should pay most of the bills and I was like oh, okay <laughs> um, <laughs> that helps um so, I mean, I can definitely see that, and I like, I don't know, like, I all any every time I hear a person or like, oh, I don't believe in gender roles. I always when I when I hear women say it, I'm like, you lying. And when I hear dudes say it, it always brings up my mind like, you want to go fifty fifty? Like, I hate this shit. Like, it's just summer of that. I'm like, bro, this is like a roommate. And I'm giving you 50%. Even though, like, I know I'm responsible for things in the household. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> so. <laughs> like, my dad. Oh. Do it. I don't like it. <laughs> Fake. 
All right, so we're going to start a new segment this week. And essentially, it's just we're going to go and read off. Because, you know, we give you guys these Instagram questions of the week. And we give you our feedback and all that jazz. So we want to, and we ask you guys on Instagram for your feedback. So we just want to take some time out to read some of you guys' responses. Um. One of the questions that you guys really responded to a bunch um, was the question in which we posed, if your ex said to you, I know I messed up, what can I do to make it right? What would you say? Um, and we got several different responses to that, for that. Um, from Miss Honey Mustard, she said that she would say, I was about to be petty, but let me go say a prayer. <laughs> um, from N.Excessa, she said, she would say, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> uh, and from Get It How You Live 74, she said, she would say, you will never know how to love me until you learn to love yourself first. Yeah. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, from x.dolan.twins.x, their response was, <laughs> I would say, F off and die. <laughs> so needless to say, some of y'all was feeling as petty as Fallon. Some of y'all was feeling as petty as Fallon was. Um but salute to all of our um salute to all the listeners, salute to all the feedback. We love you guys' this feedback. Um give us some more, 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 and more feedback. Um, and we will read your guys' responses on the show. <laughs> all right. Nope, so anything else for this week? All right. Well, that is all that I have. Um, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening. And we will be back with you guys next week. Have a good night.